Time now to bring in former Blues coach, All Blacks great Sir John Kerwin. JK, hello. So how are you, mate? Good, mate. How are you? Pretty good. Excuse my uh, speakerphone. I, my daughter's taken my car today, so I've got her Land Rover Defender. <laughs> Lovely. I'm just about arriving at the airport to fly down to watch the Blues beat the, the Canes. Oh. Okay, I didn't think the Blues had much of a chance, but anyway, um, well, when I say much of a chance, I mean the Canes are, are favourites, correct? No, of course not. Why would the Canes be favourites, Sam? Blues are on form. I think that the difference will be up front, so the, the, the Canes forwards are going to have to have a big night. For me, Akita Ioane, incredibly motivated to prove that he's of all-black potential, I think we've got a hard-working Patrick Tupolotu at the moment who's leading well. Um, you know, I, I just think that if they can keep their forwards quiet and not get the Hurricanes back line, the ball that they love, it's going to be an interesting evening. How do you get the best out of Akira Ioane? Um, I think what's happening at the moment um, is probably a good thing. He's really going to have to fight hard for his position. Um you know, he's got Hoskins Satutu, who's playing incredibly well. And I, in fact, I think Hoskins is the next Jerome Kaino, but it's six. So I think today, the interesting thing is everyone says, you know, what do we need to see from Akita Ioane? And the thing we need to see from Akita Ioane is, is we need him making his tackles, hitting his rucks. We know that he can carry the ball, right? We know that. We know how good he is with the ball in hand. But when people say we want to see you going to the dark places, you know, that's getting off the defensive line, you know, sticking with your tackles, working hard, never walking, always running from ruck to ruck, making sure you know you clean out. You know, those are the things that we'll be looking for tonight. We know he's got the ability. You know, we know that he can we we know that he can break a defensive line. We know that he can he can do a whole lot of stuff, but people tonight, especially all black selectors and, you know, I mean let's not talk about the all blacks right now because what he needs to do is prove it to his, his current coach. You know, what what he needs to be able to do is those things, the little things, the ugly things, the things that people don't see. We've ne- we've seen a number of false dawns since 03, right? Um, what's different this time round, do you think, if at all, for the Blues? I think they've got a, I think they've got a really well-balanced side. I think there's a few players in there that have matured. Um, I know Dalton Popoli is not out there tonight, but I think he's an exceptional young man. I think Patrick Tuapolotu has um, matured. And I also think Offa Tuanangafasi has matured into a pretty good leader. So I think the leadership is starting to come right. And the guys are just working hard. I mean, when you think about Patrick, everyone's saying he's playing well, but, you know, he's playing well because he's doing the hard yards, leading his squad, you know, doing the little things. So I just think the squad's matured. But it's not over yet, Sav. I mean, tonight is a really, really important night for them, I believe. They need to nail tonight, you know. Um, that's not, it's not an easy ask. And it's not that important, to be fair, because they've got seven home games coming up. But mm. if they can nail tonight after a pretty, you know, arduous South African trip where they've set some records since 2004, then you know they've got consistency. And it was really interesting after the first game where they beat the Bulls, Patrick Tuapolotu said, you know, it was good that we kept our composure for the 80 minutes. So composure, consistency, all those things uh, that we need to see from the Blues, we'll see tonight. Now, if they don't win, 
because it's going to be a tough game. The Hurricanes are a good football side. As long as they're playing for the 80 minutes, because in the derby, anyone could go either way. But we need to see those things. Playing for 80 minutes, you know, consistency, work rate, those little things. Nani Lamapi, would you or are you seeing enough from him? I know All Blacks, as you say, fair way off. Are you seeing enough from him to make the squad or possibly usurp uh, Leonard Brown or um, Jake Goodhue? Oh, yeah, I think he's going to be in there. I, I really enjoy him. I think he's good. But but the interesting thing is our midfield since Manonu has completely changed. So Nani Laumapu, for me, is our only different option. You know, if we want to play a power game over the advantage line, those other guys don't do that. So I think that he'll make the All Blacks just because he gives us a really good option there. You know, we all know that he's been trying to work hard on his kicking game and the, more, and the little subtleties of the game. But we... Play to your strengths, mate. You know, hit those short balls off the 10, get us over the advantage line. And I think the All Blacks are going to say, you know, there's good Hugh, there's Anton Lennon-Brown who are amazing players. And what's our option? What's our point of difference if we wanted to play a physical game? I think it's money. Rico Ioani you've had a fair amount to do with. I, I watched that Stormers game and there was a moment there where he was put into a hole and Rico Ioani of last year or the year before would have sprinted away to score under the sticks, but he was mowed down by the number eight. Where's he at, do you think? Yeah, look, changing position's never easy. Um, you know, people are saying, why would, why would one of the world's best wingers want to, you know, want to be playing at centre? But he, he was brought up as centre. You know, he played centre most of his life at Auckland Grammar. I think he likes centre. And so that will take a different fitness level. That'll take a different um, way to play. And I don't think he's as sharp as he can be physically yet, but that'll come. Um, you know, I think he's had a good off-season, but he's probably just a little bit flat. And that, that spark and that strength and that speed will come. While I've got you here, JK, look, let, let's, let's uh, uh, park the Blues Hurricanes. We know where you're going or where you're siding uh, with tonight. And um, let's hope. I have this theory that maybe now the cricket's finished, we, we all focus on Super Rugby, or there's a massive focus on Super Rugby. Um, and, and we get over that early summer whinging about it starting too early, et cetera, et cetera. Just on another issue, look, in the headlines the last, the last few weeks, you've had Sport NZ uh, bringing out a new campaign to keep kids involved in sport, enjoying sport. Uh, you've also had issues or uh, debate about whether or not kids' sport should be on TV, kids' short sh- uh, sport should be streamed. Uh, you've had you've had uh, kids come through sport at a, at a at quite higher level. You were there. You you were there yourself all those years ago as a young man. And clearly, if if that happened to you again these days with social media, that would open up a whole new or a whole different sense of circumstances wouldn't it what's your I know this is going a bit abstract but what's your thought on on especially the broadcasting of kids sport and the whole making sure kids enjoy their sport I disagree in the broadcasting of sport at school level um, week in week out I think events I think good events should be telecast I don't agree with um, streamlining kids at a young age I don't believe in you know the 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 academy of at school level. I don't think we should ever say to a child that you, you you can only row, you can't play rugby and row. You can't play cricket and not play rugby. I think our strength from the past has been we can play everything. You know, this 10,000 hours that the Russians came up with about 
um, you know, 10,000 hours of sport makes an elite sportsman. For me, those 10,000 hours can come in any sport. Mm. And I think if we streamline these kids too young, they stop playing other sports. You know, rugby, for me, has been a way of life. I was lucky to make it to the top, but only 5 or 10% make it to the top. The other 90% it needs to be their life. And I'm, and I'm saying the same for rowing. I'm saying the same for, you know, for all other sports. So for me, I don't believe in... You know, streamlining kids at too young an age. The, the, the cream will come to the top. Why wouldn't a rower be able to play rugby, you know? Mm. And that's because we're getting these academies too early. Good thoughts. Thank you very much for your time, Sir John Kerwin. Enjoy tonight. I'm sure you will, whichever way it goes. Thank you. Thanks, Dad. Good to talk, mate.